The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to my brother, my brother, me, and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. <laughs> you know what that alarm sound means on my phone? It's pony it's, time. It's pony time, everybody. Welcome to pony, the pony time segment of my brother, my brother, and me. This is the first time that we've properly called it that. Although, if you think about it, we've done pony time maybe 700 times. In the That's 303 correct. episodes we've done this show. Um, Pony Time is a special time of year where we talk about all the exciting horse races and the winners and um, just like what's new, what's happening in the whole pony industry. Um, obviously, the Kentucky, Der- the Kentucky Derby, which is what I call it. Yeah. It's like a fun little um, pet name for it um, yeah. has happened. And then, of course, the Preakness wrapped up last week. And then I, I like to tur- call it the Freakness. Okay. Because I'm, tr- I'm, I'm really excited about it. I get really freaked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, it's, I think the Churchill Downs. I said, of course, but I don't actually know. I think the Churchill Downs are today. There's no part of the Pony Time segment where I fact check stuff. Uh-huh. And maybe we'll organically get to that point. Um, but I, let's talk about, like, the horses and, like, what's going on. Like, Nyquist, uh, very, very exciting. I'm looking at the Kentucky, Kentucky – there I go again. The Kentucky Derby. The Kentucky Derby. Uh, results here. It looks like Nyquist pulled off a, a commanding win. Uh, one and one quarters lengths ahead of Exaggerator, who I think we can all agree is a piece of Ooh, shit. Yeah, he's fucking Exaggerator. Nyquist sounds like uh, it should be a sleepy horse. Because uh, it sounds like Nyquil? Yeah. It's actually a very, yeah. very fast horse is the thing. Very awake and fast. No, no, I, no, I mean, I, maybe it's an ironic thing, like when you call a big guy tiny. I've no, I noticed fast horses are getting so popular in these races now. Yeah. It definitely seems to be the trend. Back in my day, everyone used to just have slow artisanal horses. Yeah. Looks like, and of course, following them uh, close behind, four and a, a half horse lengths behind. By the way, that's a wonderful measurement. Can I use that for other things? And I just bought a new mattress. I wish I had thought to be like, I'm looking for one that's like three quarters horse length. Um, it's pretty, it's it's kind of fun if you think about the fact that like those people also know about feet. Yeah. Like they all know about they it. They know what they <laughs> are. It's definitely some like cubit shit, right? Where it's just like, oh, it's the length of my arm. Like, well, what, what about his arm? Oh, it's the length of his arm too. Oh, okay. Some disappointing finishes in the in the Kentucky Derby, like Gunrunner, Mohamed, Sudden Breaking News, Brody's Cause. Brody's Cause is... Probably <laughs> <laughs> the best sports name I've ever heard. Um, Brody's Cause is uh, more woven necklaces for everyone. There's Danzing Candy. Not Dancing Candy. Oscar nominated. Not, Majesto. Not, Majesto's probably... Um, oh! Sounds like the one that we made up. Like yeah. If, if there's one that we... Well, no. In. If we were to make one up, it would be like Mama's Exquisite Soup Recipe. Would That's be, true. Majesto be sounds like the horse couldn't decide between being a racer and being a magician. Um, and let me just hop over to the previous results, see if Nyquist is still on that triple crown run, and know that piece of shit exaggerator snuck in like a thief in the night. Took it away. Nikus got beat by a horse named Cherry Wine, too. Nikus finished third. Cherry Wine came in second. Cherry Wine didn't even fucking fight. And, and not fight, race. Well, it's kind of a fight. <laughs> didn't even fight in the Kentucky Derby. And at that point, it's like, why are you, why are you, what? If you're not, if you're not, if, if you're not even going to go for the triple crown, why the fuck are you here? I got the single crown. Go the fuck up. I want to race and I kept the horse from getting the triple crown. Good job. You're a fucking troll at this point. Like, let him, <laughs> let him approach glory. Wait, Griffin, in your opinion, what's better? A a triple crown earned or a triple crown given? I, I, I Both are better than a triple crown stolen, which is what Cherry Wine did. And it's technically what Exaggerator did. Exaggerator, you lost the first race, dog. It's time to fucking get out of the race because you're not going to win the triple crown. Are you crown. suggesting that if if any horse that wins, af- like if, if a horse wins the first one, any horse that beats that horse after that is just like a usurper to the third crown? Being a real the- dick? To the three crowns. In a crown blocker. Some disappointing finishes in the Preakness I'd like to go down, like Uncle Lino, Fellowship, Awesome Speed, 
All, oh, all that's, that's like, that's painful, isn't it? To name a horse awesome speed and have it not finish. Yeah. yeah. And in fucking the top, dude, what, like three? F- fucking dude finished ninth. It's uh. okay, speed. I'm actually, we've revised the horse's name in light of recent events. Um, <laughs> that was just wanna, called disappointment. I do want to talk about the, there were two very disappointing finishes in the Preakness, and those were uh, the two horses that were destroyed uh, because they died. They died during the Preakness. There were two horses that were At least one dest- of them destroyed itself, right? It both were destroyed, and I don't want to joke about it too much because it's very, very, very sad. Um, again, that verb is not, it's the verb is joyous. <laughs> Um, yeah, but the act it's triumphant. It's a I would triumphant, say, like, yeah. yeah. But like the the thing it describes is very very sad. But that's kind of a weird, <sighs> kind of a weird ending to a sports event. <laughs> like, how was the Broncos game? Well, they lost, and Peyton Manning died. <laughs> In it during it. How, how was it? How was how was it? Oh, it was it was okay. Tony Romo, he fucking died. He threw so hard that his body ripped in half. He threw so hard, his heart just stopped, and he died right, like, literally right there on the 50. And then his team fucking lost, couldn't even win one for the Romo. He died. Uh, I know that they pay really close attention to the genetics of a horse before they breed him. Yeah. Do you think that question comes up, like, so so will it be fast? Yeah. Yeah, Very very fast. So fast. Will it be like a beautiful chestnut brown color? Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah, definitely. 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 Is there any chance of it just like racing really, like, you know how it's going to run really fast? Um, Any chance of it dying because of the speed at which it runs? I bet that the answer to that question is always this. Well, there's always a chance. I mean, God could just take it. You know what I mean? That's what it is. God, God (laughs) watched the horses ran too fast and beautiful, and God's like, not, not on the ground anymore. Time to race amongst the clouds. (laughs) You're pulling my chariot now. Yeah. Now the saddest part is uh, one of the horses that died broke broke its leg. Very very sad. Was destroyed. It was a Promedia. Four-year-old filly died on the died on the track. Very very sad. The other one, and this is even sadder, just died after winning a race. After winning a race, just like trotting on back to the stall, died just instantly standing up. That horse's name was Homeboy Chris. Can we oh, fucking no. please like? That's can we not spare the ones with the most beautiful names? Is that not? I also I I just want to say it is a tragedy that Homeboy Chris fell in the line of duty. It's sad when well, any Homeboy it's sad Chris, when any. Horse dies. Yes. But Homeboy Chris did win, which adds a little bit of an epic spin to like you win your race and then like back in your stall, you know, you close your like that. There's a little bit of like beauty she, she, like, to that. John you know? Henry kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Beat right. The um, steam engine. And then, yeah. I've seen a lot of controversy. There's been a lot. I've been following all the horse bloids and there's been a lot of controversy that the the uh, Pimlico uh, race course where the Preakness is hosted uh, had a muddy track situation that might be why Nyquist didn't perform as well as everybody was expecting. But it also might be why two of the athletes died. How have you done the turf? Tell me about the choices you made while making the turf. They were apparently pretty bad choices because two of the athletes died. I, I also read at one point that the problem might be that like the horse, at least one of them, already had a bunch of injuries and they just drugged it up real good so it could race good. Like, who's in charge of this shit? Is there yeah, not somebody who's going, wait, what did you do? Oh, hold, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what did you do? Get the fuck what's, out. What's the other horse besides Humboy Chris? It doesn't matter. Yeah, I just need a name. Promedia? Promedia. Do you think there's a part, like, as sad as it is to lose homeboy Chris, and I'm like, I'm still torn up about it, nobody has. The, if Promedia is watching from beyond the beyond, there's got to be a little bit of relief on Promedia's part. Like, oh, thank God. I did not want to be the only horse that died at this Chocolate, thing, because yeah. that would be a hot topic. And yeah, now, but, like, two die, it's, like, n- maybe not our fault? Yeah, and at least now Promedia has the comfort of being, like, forever, like, a statistic. Like, well, there's one Preakness, two horses, same day. Same day. Like, that, yeah. doesn't that... that this is, has got to be the worst Preakness, right? Uh, then, I feel what, like it should pre- It requires definitely some, like, some kind of restructuring to your race program when if, two yeah, of the contestants die. I'm not sure what the criteria is for judging the success or failure of a Preakness organizer. I'm pretty sure... Two horses going on to meet their eternal reward. Yeah, if, it's probably a demerit or two. If your fucking, we need pre- to, if your fucking Preakness has a KD ratio, 
You <laughs> fucked up, dog. <laughs> if it were any other competition, like how did the evening of Jeopardy go? Well, bad news. Two of the contestants <laughs> dropped dead. Oh, well, we probably need to look at the buzzers or whatever because something's gone horribly wrong. Like that. They were giving this guy the, the, the job description. They said, okay, listen, it's an easy gig. All you have to do is make a big circle that beautiful horses can run around on. And, it, and then it, the guy's like out the door. And like as he's getting in his car, they're like, oh, and don't let any of them die on it. <laughs> what? Don't. No, listen. Come back. Don't let any of the horses die on the circle. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Sounds good. Checks in the mail. It's the th- it's the exciting. <laughs> I thing I put about- a bunch of holes in there. Goodbye. It's an exciting thing about horse racing, though, right? Because there can only be one winner, and there can only be one triple crown winner. And sometimes there's lots of zero triple crown winners, and the rest of the horses are losers. But then below that is a whole nother strata of like super losers. I, I super lost the Preakness. I I yeah. lost the Preakness. Arguably the most one can lose at any endeavor. Uh, I now listen. I hope that nobody gets the wrong impression that thinks we think it's funny when horses die. No, it's the saddest thing ever. If you were watching, if you like, that would fuck you up if you were watching that. No way. Okay, I can't imagine. And and we are respectful of it. Like I, I think I, I personally purchased the meat of a wood. No, come on. To share with my family. No, friends and family. Well, friends and family. No, no. No. Somebody should eat them. Don't you think? Yeah. The, like very Dothraki, right? It is Doth. I mean, like not the other horses. That seems no. Weird. That's messed up. But maybe so, homeboy Chris was the stallion that will mount the world or whatever, and needs to be consumed by a child. Them. I a can't. Child it's been a long time since I read it. Uh, listen, let's get to the advice. We wasted only fucking ten minutes talking we about that. Talked a long time. That's what happens about when you get us going on horses. Can we stop killing horses? Can we by please the way? just stop? Can we rein that also, in maybe a little bit? Side note: When the one that broke its leg broke its leg, it threw its rider and broke his collarbone. Let's look at this whole thing again, huh? Yeah, if you're Let's gonna be take it back to the start, if you're gonna be humanist pieces of shit about all this, then fine. There is a human cost: one collarbone. Now, of course, when that person broke their collarbone, I don't think anybody walked up to them and swiftly executed them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. I don't. I don't think whoever was riding that pony was destroyed as well. I think they can still like use their other arm to eat a hot dog, which they probably did later that day, because more is expected of them than just riding a horse. There's a more sort of cohesive human experience there beyond the track, and we didn't afford that opportunity to homeboy, Chris. If anyone's listening and your horse breaks a leg and you're like, well, I'll take care of it. I will Travis adopt will that him. horse. I'll fix that horse. I will see biscuit the shit out of that horse. Just call me. Okay. Okay. Now it's time for advice. I do want a horse, by the way. Like, legit, I've been thinking about it. But, like, one that has a leg that doesn't work, so it can just, like, chill in my office and just, like, lay around. Right? Yeah. I got a significant couch in here. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Tonight, my boyfriend took me out for dinner at the OG after a long day at work. Ugh, always goes down good. It was lovely until a waitress hung out while we were trying to eat to tell us her life story. What? I went from acknowledging response to one-word answers to a laugh... Uh, uh, a, a hmm finally just nodding my head and hoping that each time she walked away it would be the last she would finish the sentence walk two steps and step back to say more oh my god we gasped about being late for a movie paid and booked it out of there only to eat leftovers in the parking lot how can we avoid this situation slash what do I do to make it end slash am I doomed to live an OG-less life please help ravenous rebecca there's a lot of variables here i don't know if you were actually late for a movie or if you were just like it sounds like a scam yeah it sounds, sounds like, like you're just a line on it. um i don't think that this is i don't think that this is necessarily so bad of a thing for a person to do like talk talk to you and make a we we, we get so many questions coming uh, coming from the other end of like uh, well, we get less of them now because I think we made our stance pretty clear of like, I want to know more about this person working in a service industry. So how can I like talk to them? How can I how can I become friends or uh, how can I date this person who I know who works in a service industry? It's rare that we get it coming the other way where it's like this person in the service industry is coming on a little strong. But like, 
I don't necessarily think that. I know you came there to eat and you probably want to like that, eat and that's hang the out. Pro- Griffin, that's the problem. Is there's three periods to a meal at a restaurant. Before your food, during your food, and after your food. And before and after, they can talk to me all they want. But once the food is there and I'm supposed to actively be engaging my talking hole with food, don't talk to me. This like is a- this is absolutely untenable. I I this is absolutely like I'm sorry, there's no Okay. I have a a an a, a daughter she'll be 2 in August, okay? If I am at dinner with my wife, it is through some Herculean uh, <laughs> uh schedule arranging like Jedi mind shit where I've like tricked somebody into like uh, uh, caring for my child, and I've tricked my wife into thinking that it's okay for her to leave our child, and like it has been quite a day, let me tell you. And if you decide that, like, in this brief ninety minutes that I get to actually speak with my wife, that you would just like to pull up a chair and and regale do a little with, dinner theater, do yeah, do a little fucking masquerade <laughs> to go along with my breadsticks, and by I'm the rest of the interested. meal, I shall be Samuel Clemens. Enjoy yeah. doing my one man show. How's the Zeppeli? <laughs> I don't think, I don't think if a person puts themselves out there in a, in the way that this it sounds like this um, this waitress put themselves out there. I don't think it's cool to like take steps to shut that down necessarily. But I totally understand what you guys are saying. And like the happiest moment in anyone's life is not their the you know when their their wedding or their birth of their first child or um whatever it's it's when you see that tray of food coming oh and you count the plates and you count the number of people at <laughs> your table and you say these gotta be you say these numbers are the same the, the number of plates equals the number of people i've i've cracked the code and here it comes i've ca- i've cracked the paschetti code and then the paschetti gets there and you eat it all up and it makes you so happy yeah um, it's good to order things with visual signifiers like if there's a menu item that has a large flag in uh-huh. it i'll always get that because oh, then good. i know it's coming um so i understand i do i i think it's a yeah it's a tricky situation but i'll never the problem be like, is oh, the problem is is that it's never okay to be like and our interaction is done now please go away waitress like i get yeah because that's what no a- way. that's what ding dong ask ask people do yeah, but like, but the the biscotti. No, the point is a great point, Justin. There's no, you're a food prisoner. Yeah, like it's not like you can say, "Listen, this has been f- so fun," but I'm from now on, I'm just gonna go get my own refills. Is there a key or something to the soda machine that I need? Okay, thanks. All right, I'm just gonna do my own thing. Cause like it would be very nice actually. Now that I say that aloud, yeah, if like both parties had that option, like. It, you as a server should be able to say like, listen, this is the pits. Uh, you are just uh, the most disreputable oh. human being. Here's the key to the soda machine. Yeah. Are you good? Cool. So like, like a I'm Lyft done. driver or Uber system where like the, the, the wait staff gets to rate you, you get to rate the wait staff. And then the next time you come in, they're like, no, he's got like four stars. Like, no, I'm not waiting on him. Like you can wait on him because you're new. Like I like the four. St- I like the four star metric that you came up with there because a four star metric intimates that like most of the time it's fine, but there uh-huh. was one or two times where it was not fine, and I want to know that story because it was just not fine enough. It was that they're super down not to fine. four out of five, but not so not fine that they're like banned from the restaurant. It's like it's like ten fives and then like two ones, and it's like hey two ones come here, tell me what the fuck's going on. Before I sit down in that seat. Um, do you guys want a Yahoo? I just, super quick, just to actually give you an answer. There's fucking no solution. That's the worst thing I've ever the, heard. The good it's, news I'm is so that eventually sorry. it's done. And you can, like, go back again and, like, n- hope that that person's not working or go somewhere else. The good well, maybe news is that you're not person... trapped there for all eternity. And you can eventually, like, leave. Okay, I'm going to come down the other side of this. You have no idea what kind of day that person's had. Maybe they need to rap about some stuff. Yeah, but Griffin, this is a It's Pischetti time. No, it's a, I, and the, like, the point that no, it's Pischetti even time then, is not going to go I, away. I get your point, but this is not like, oh, they were a little bit short with me. Like, I'm here to eat a meal with the person I'm with, not to act as your therapist for the day. And I usually come down on that side of like, you don't know their life. But like, your job is to leave them alone and let them enjoy their meal and come back when they need you. Like, yeah. 
that's the basis of your job. Not to sit there and be like, and let me tell you a little bit more about me. Like, you're not, you don't need bedside manner as a waiter. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. Could just be having kind of a hard day, though. (laughs) Okay. Uh, How about this Yahoo database? Yeah, this one was sent in by Rebecca Usich. I'm going to say Usich. Thank you, Rebecca. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something's gone wrong. Uh, Let's call them Carly G, because that's lower on the list thank you car uh, thank you for your bravery um carly g <laughs> asks chicken soup for boys i was wondering if there were any chicken soup books aimed at boys for teens oh i thought you meant like literal specials soup. yeah mama's, I had a whole mama's, joke. Chicken, mama's exquisite soup recipe Chicken soup just filled with like hot wheel cars. <laughs> I had a whole joke that instead of chicken and noodles, it was chicken and doodles. All right, but, all like, right. Yeah, I'm gonna take that to Shark Tank and see if sirs, I can get some, any investors. From from my money, it seems like boys, uh-huh. boy teens, boy teens, boy teens are why other people need those fucking chicken soup books. <laughs> Teen boys, teen boys create the chicken soup market. Please help me, book. I've dealt with boy, boy teens all fucking day. So my, yeah, the, my his, the boy teens are like the common cold that has necessitated the soup. As a as a as a publisher or author of the chicken soup books, um, which I don't know if those books have authors or if they just like take a bunch of shit out of Reader's Digest and then they get somebody to chop and screw it. I always I, assumed I, they were the first tentative experiments of a rogue AI. Okay, yeah. Right, I always just assumed they had one and then they just like control F, searched all, replace pronouns and like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just like, well, let's let's change that to a he and done. Because you would think my chicken soup for boys would be like, don't put your fucking finger up there like don't snip don't scratch and don't tug on that don't fucking just fucking stop but the thing is that book's too effective the whole chicken soup for blank economy is gonna just collapse around me you know the chicken soup for the boy teen soul could just be one page with one sentence and it just says put it away you put it the fuck away dog and that could apply to every situation i was a boy teen put it away just put that away just put it away Physically, Whether that means your attitude or your wiener. Mentally, put it away. spiritually, put that thing away. Put I feel away. like that's such a powerful concept, Travis. I feel like we could start, uh, we could incorporate that into more of our, just put it away. Put it away. Just don't Do anymore. Do you guys want to know a quick, very true thing? Um, yes. I'm going to guess, just based on sort of your whole role here in the organization, that you have Googled the Chicken Soup series, and you have uh, an interesting factoid about maybe the number of books that there are in this series. No, not about that. It's about the chicken soup for the soul brand large breed adult dog food. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Because food is more than just nutrition. It's also about comfort, love, and appreciation. Here's a fucking dog food with the chicken soup for the soul brand on it. Chicken soup for the soul brand dog food. You can't do that. You can't have two different food stuffs <laughs> no. in the name of a product. It can't be like... What's up? This is Hamburger Helper's Kid Wine. What? <laughs> yeah, it's wine for kids, but it's made by Hamburger Helper. What? I They're just... Somewhere off. there was a board meeting or some kind of product pitch meeting where someone went, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, Sure. Because right. like, I'm like digging deep in Amazon, and there's some like really really good chicken soup for the soul books yeah they're like very very much into but the weird thing about the dog food is that you would think there would be some sort of uh in between licensing uh-huh. that got them to that point but no as near as i can figure they like made every book and they had a meeting they're like anybody come up with any other books uh what about chicken soup for the prisoner soul nope we did that one already what about um, Chicken Soup for the Soul, A Book of Miracles? Uh, nope, it exists. What about Chicken Soup for the Soul? I can't believe my dog did that. Nope, exists. Who is that book for? Um, okay, have we stopped on making these for a specific audience? They're getting like super duper specific. What, what haven't we done, guys? Oh, fucking There's Chicken Soup for Travis Patrick McElroy's Soul, yeah. which what I we, don't yeah. own. Maybe, uh, what if we did dog food? Okay, <laughs> right? sure. Sure. Have we done, have we done napkins? 
There is a there is a game. There's a chicken soup for the game, and I bet it's it, fucking no, 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 fun no. as shit. No, 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 no. It's not called chicken soup for the game, is it? <laughs> no, it's called chicken soup for the soul. Count your blessings. The game, okay, with an attitude of gratitude. If it was from the number one best selling series, as if there was any fucking doubt. I thought it was chicken soup for the game, all about like how to seduce women. <laughs> Okay, I part of me is dis- mystery presents, mystery presents <laughs> chicken soup for the game. I'm disappointed to learn uh, that it's not called chicken soup for the game because if they started to follow that naming convention, they could literally sell anything like chip and chicken soup for the bowling ball. It's a line of high quality bowling balls. What's it have to do with chicken soup? Fuck you. Is the chicken soup for the soul brand dog food chicken soup flavored? I think it's just the books that nobody buys. Like, oh, nobody really bought chicken soup for the boy grandpa. So let's um, <laughs> let's just chunk those up and make some puppies eat them. This is our hey new guys. product, chicken soup for the hamster cage. Hey, guys. Yeah, dude. Can I just shoot a quick review? Yeah, yeah. Hit me. Chicken soup for the soul board game. Yeah, I would love this to. This one comes to us from Seattle Mist. We thought this game sounded like good, wholesome fun, Uh-oh. but it constantly references pop culture, Uh-oh. which is annoying. There are lots of people who pay little or no attention to that kind of thing. So unless you're really hip, in quotes, on all the current fads, celebrities, and lifestyles, you want to pass on this game, we have tweaked the questions before to suit our family, but it took a lot of tweaking, and now it sits on the shelf. Okay, hey, hey, who wants to come over and play Grandmom and Peepop's fucking bootleg <laughs> chicken soup for the soul to Rowdy XXX edition with no references to pop culture? What's, what's Grandma's favorite book? Uh, The Notebook? No, no pop culture. It's the Bible. Idiot. Um, it's, it's the idea of it's. They're talking about it's a shame because it could have been a great game. <laughs> the idea of looking on the bright side of things is great. That's why we bought the game. One of our sons tends to be an Eeyore. Well, yeah, he's got parents making bootleg chicken soup for the soul poor games. I'd say that's reason to be depressed. Dear parents, like, might I watch anything, even PBS? I'll take three, two, one. Contacted this way. No, we're gonna play yeah. chicken soup for the soul. Our edition again but there's only three questions and all of them are why are you sad listen we tried to play that chicken soup for the soul board game it was so worldly and very secular it was a very secular worldly game uh and we had to make our own bootleg version of it uh- <laughs> we're proud to present a new line of products called potato soup for your for your spirit it's a whole new thing different from that other Let's call it what it, what it is. Shit. <laughs> what are you, firefighter? Don't read that chicken soup book. It's full of shit. <laughs> potato soup for spirits, what the doctor calls for. We don't reference anything in potato soup for the spirit. <laughs> Except potato soup, which is referenced quite a bit. Stay made. Dog food before chicken soup. Yeah. Like, like. Well, what are they fucking gonna call it, Justin? Chicken soup for the chicken soup for the soul? Chicken soup for the tummies. <laughs> well, what if the chicken. Okay, I gotta say. I gotta chicken say. Chicken soup for the tummy soul. Like, what? If you've, Does my tummy have a soul? If you've been making a line of books and products and dog food and bowling balls for like 200 years called chicken soup for the boy grandpa. And then you release chicken soup, and it's not the best fucking chicken soup that's ever right. slipped betwixt these lips. <laughs> like, I, I think it probably discredits the rest of your pro. Like, I eat that soup, and it's just okay. And I think, like, well, maybe I don't need to know what this book says about my firefighter soul. Uh, it turns out they don't know shit about chicken soup. Yeah, they don't have any idea. They don't, what it. It. They don't know what's fucking good for me. Um, it's all carrots. What? <laughs> this is just a can of carrots. Do you think, is there a law preventing me from reading chicken soup for the firefighter's soul or chicken soup for the grandma's soul? Groups that I will never, I'm I'm more likely to become a grandma than a firefighter, but like, am I allowed to read the books not designed for me or is there some sort of security like eye scanner or RFID? You're allowed to read it, but they're just full of so much slang and jargon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they've got firefighters have like eighteen different words for like the embers that land on your nose. But no so word like for would, snow. But no word for snow. Hmm. <laughs> kind of weird. 
Think about it. And the grandma one is just like a lot of like long since retired racist words for mm-hmm. um, really, well, any race, the whole rainbow of races, the whole spectrum. My dad just got the iPhone 6 Plus, a large phone, and has been calling it his cocaine tray, both in public and in private. When I bring it up, he smiles and says, oh, am I embarrassing you? (laughs) What do? That's from Cocaine Confusing California. God, that's so good. That's really good, dude. Your dad is awesome. Yeah. That's so good. Have you considered starting a Dungeons & Dragons podcast with him? That's so good. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I embarrassing you? I mean, confusing more than anything, Dad, but chase your bliss. Go for it. It's a solid joke. Milk it. When he says, when he, here's the way to get him to stop. Next time he calls this cocaine trade, just nod and be like, nice. Nice, dude. Nice, Nice, dude. And then you take out, David. And then you take out your phone, do a line of blow off of it. (laughs) While making intense eye contact with him. Yeah. And you say, you want to bump, old man? We'll go. We'll go line for line. Line is that for a thing line. People do? Like you go shot for shot. Is that a thing people do with Coke? Only where I've got challenge a... each other to like Coke races. Yeah. It's like Lady and the Tramp where they start on opposite ends of a line and then they come together and they're nose kissing. Mm-hmm. Don't nose kiss your dad. Let's go to the buddy zone. Justin, can I ask you a question? Yeah. How are you sleeping? Uh, not, actually. Cool, cool. Thanks, baby. Um, my wife, as you know, is, and maybe the internet doesn't know, but is, is pregnant. Um, and so she has not been what? sleeping. Congra- as, congratulations! Uh, oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Sorry. Um, but so she's, you know, she's been sleeping infrequently, as, as pregnant ladies are like to do. And I can tell you something. We've got that Casper mattress, and I am not disturbed when she gets up and isn't able to sleep in the middle of the night. <laughs> okay, so that I'm just went a different sleep. direction. What? I thought you were maybe well, going to say, like, the Casper mattress is so great that it can lull my um, my otherwise bothered pregnant wife uh, I mean, directly to, really, to slumber town. I really haven't asked her about it, but, like, I have been I've been continuing to sleep great. Oh, like, yeah. Um straight through the night um no, no amount of her tossing and turning and wailing and gnashing of teeth can disturb my slumber on a casper mattress um casper mattress is incredible um they send it straight to your door and they they through whatever black magic they've done they've are they able to keep costs down to the point where it almost seems unbelievable um, it, you could get a twin size mattress for as low as $500, a king size mattress for only $950, which is an amazing, amazing deal. The mattresses are incredible. They're incredibly comfortable. I, I since we got ours, we've been sleeping better than ever before. Um, and it has a risk-free trial pro- uh, and return policy, which means you can sleep on it for a hundred days. And if you don't like it, you just return it. And they're made in America, which if you only want to sleep on American things... You've done it. Um, what's the special offer, you ask? That's a good question. Justin, what is the special offer? What's the special offer, Trev? Well, Let me tell you. Oh, okay. NBA I thought NBA you listeners. were asking me, but I just asked you. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. Okay. NBA listeners can get $50 towards any match purchase if they go to casper.com slash brother and use promo code brother all one word at checkout terms and conditions apply. Go do that. That's casper.com slash brother and then use promo code brother at checkout. You got to do them both. Um, can I talk to you guys about Harry's? Uh, yeah, you don't need to. I'm like a big fan, but go ahead. I've never shaved before in my life, but clearly, please, please tell me something. Uh, Anything. Free me from this beard prison. You haven't heard of Harry's. That's because you are a Harry, like from Harry and the uh, Hendersons. Guys, they should call it not Harry's. Holy shit, Travis. That's so fucking good, dude. Thank you. I just shit my pants. Thank you. Shit your pants good. That's, that's a, a that's shit. A, that's a shit. Mm, that's a shit my pants good joke. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Put it up on the board. Thanks, guys. So what is it? Uh, it's a place where you. Can, I was gonna uh, talk about it, but this is all fine. This ad is no, going go ahead, great. Go ahead. 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 It's, go a, ahead, it's go the ahead. it's the shaving thing. My. <laughs> We're supported in part this week by Harry's.com. You ever ask yourself, hey, why are razors, why do they cost $140 per 
razor and they're locked inside of like Magneto's fucking mind prison. And uh, why are they so sharp? And why are they so fucking sharp? Um, no, razors that you buy in the store are pieces of shit. They're so overpriced that people are more likely to steal them. If you make a razor, it costs as much as a television. Yeah, people are going to steal those shits because it's way smaller than a television. Crime of the century. Easy crime. It's like, it's the copper wire of hygiene products. Uh, Harry's fixes all of that. They're good quality, German engineered, five blade cartridges. You get a close, comfy shave, quality guaranteed. You get a full refund if you're not happy with the shave. And then the price, it's factory direct. You cut out, get the, you say, get the fuck out of here, Walgreens. You say, get the fuck out of here, Dwayne Reddy. Is it Reddy or Reed? It's Reed. No one's quite sure who that is named after. But anyway, you you say, get the fuck out of here, Dwayne whoever. Because these these razors. Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Well, no, not, I would never say that to him. Um, These razors from Harry's. Say, get in here. Get in here, Dwayne, and shave me. I want a full body shave from Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Not asking too much. I don't think that's asking too much at all. Uh, so they sell their blades at half the price of the leading brand. Uh, they have a Truman starter set. It's a great option for new customers. It's an amazing deal for just 15 bucks. You get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors. Harry's will give you uh, uh, five bucks off uh, just because you're a listener of our show. If you go to harrys.com and use the promo code MYBROTHER, all one word. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. And use the promo code MYBROTHER. Get that cool, cool set for five bucks off. I've got a message for Steve Prittis. It's from Beth, a.k.a. Amp. Awesome. Amp. Happy birthday to the only one who managed to melt this once icy heart with cuddles and kisses and the occasional cup of tea. Love you always, Steve, my perfect boyfriend, partner, and future husband. Heart. Sign. From your cheesy girlfriend slash wife, Beth. It's like a time-traveling message in there, isn't it? What are you talking about? Well, because she says that Steve is her boyfriend, and then she identifies herself as both girlfriend and wife, as though she has become unstuck in time and exists in both the present and the future when they are married. The time traveler's wife. Maybe this is when they first meet. This is Is the first time Steve has heard of Beth. Oh, fuck yeah, the lake house. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is when they move into the lake house. This is when they move into the lake house. And they're like, I'm going to go check out the bathroom. Whoa! I'm in caveman times. Get me the fuck out of here, Sandra Bullock. (laughs) I'm trying, but I just can't get Ziggy to answer me. Happy birthday, Steve. I'm not talking about fucking Quantum Leap again. (laughs) I got a message for uh, uh, Avital from Rishi. And it says, the Tron won't accommodate my entire LJ entry. He wrote, so I quote, I saw him on stage, and he was singing out to heaven. I swear, arms outstretched, so at peace with himself, just so free. I started crying. You, Avital Isaacs, wrote that about Chris Martin after a Coldplay concert. (laughs) I'm laughing already, and it was all yellow, you lunatic. (laughs) That's amazing. This is all time. This is all time. Fuck. Do you, do you guys want to read it? I feel this bad that I got so to read it. This is so fucking savage. Okay, wait, oh, wait, we each get to do, hold on, line readings. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I, go ahead, Travis. Okay, I saw him on stage, and he was singing out to heaven. I swear, arms outstretched. So at peace with himself. Just <laughs> so free. I, I started crying. <laughs> This is the meanest thing anybody's ever done on this show. It's like the meanest thing that anybody's ever done, but it's like it's it's bulletproof. It's I mean, it's so like it's fucking good. It, it's Teflon. Like you can't. What are you gonna do? Say you didn't write that on Live Journal? You did. You, you did, did put it on Live Journal. It's right there. By the way, I'm sorry to hear that our Jumbotron of three thousand cannot accept uh, your full LJ entry. Uh, mbmbam at maximumfun.org <laughs> or justin at teengoogle.com if you want to just shoot that over my way and I can enjoy it um, uh, uh, in, its, in its entirety. Hi, are you a fan of Star Trek The Next Generation? Well, that's weird because it's a corny show. 
but my friends Ben Harrison and Adam Pranica do a lovely podcast about it. It's called The Greatest Generation, and it's on MaximumFun.org. I thought that this podcast was a bad idea, but I was wrong. Please listen to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org. Do you guys want a Yahoo? No, because it's time for the hottest new feature (laughs) that is on my brother, my brother, and me, and it's called Munch Squad. I want to rock! Fear has gripped my heart. Squad. With its long, icy hand. You know how... Okay, so Munch Squad is a new feature uh-huh. on My Brother, My Brother, and Me, uh, hosted by Justin McElroy. You know how like, you're always hearing about great new uh, fast food items? Oh, fuck. But you find out about them from somebody else, right? Well, no longer, because on My Brother, My Brother, and Me, I'm going to be bringing you the latest and greatest from fast food, and it's going to be direct from the people making them. I'm not interested in what some YouTube commenter thinks of the hottest fast food items. I want to take it straight from the professionals who are paid to know about this stuff. Okay. So I'm going to be bringing you the dirt, the scoop, direct scoop, and probably there will be scoops of dirt in at least a few of these <laughs> items, I would imagine. Um, I, I just want to get ahead of this, and I want to say you didn't tell us about this ahead of time. Correct. Uh, any crunching or munching you do... Into your microphone. I'm not even going to This is literally just PR. That's all I'm bringing you is the direct feed from the companies making Oh, the my product. God. So you're not even eating the food. This is, as not, and I'm not going to get my fucking bite. I'm not an expert like these people. I'm not paid to know what's good and what's bad in the world of fast food. So th- during uh, this segment, you're just going to read PR bursts. I, I'm going to read it with my own sort of like twisted spin, which means, Fuck. yes, oh, I'm just okay. going to read it with no editorialization whatsoever. All right. Um, this first item, this is, you're gonna, um, this can, has been sort of like... Can we guess who, who the company is? I imagine um, it'll be pretty evident if they talk about, like... Yeah, you will know this one, yeah. Mike. I'm still right. gonna guess. Go for okay. it. Okay. This is just um, a game for me. This, uh... Like, if it says, like, if it says, one, like, so much cheese, you'll come. It's like, oh, TGI Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one up is called the Naked Crispy Chicken Taco. Okay. Um, uh, uh... And it is, uh, it started getting tested in September. Uh, some people started, um, started showing up there. Um, BuzzFeed says that this is a Tex-Mex chain, which is literally the height of generosity. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's this is a food business. It's a food business. It's a food repository. This is a Tex-Mex adjacent restaurant. Uh, so what's the naked fried? Uh, what's the naked crispy chicken taco? Well, it's like a taco. That's but a bad. Hey, can I say something? Bad fucking start. Bad fucking start. But you know what, taco? Okay, hold that image in your mind, but get ready to spin it. It's like a taco, except instead of a crispy corn shell, they have a very thin fillet of fried chicken. No, and that is making up the shell no. of the. Yeah. Uh, that is the uh, that is the the item which we are talking about today. Just for you guys, if you're at home, you can feel free to Google this. But I went ahead and just dropped you guys in a little image there in your Skype window. You can check that out. It is a very thin fillet of fried chicken. I hate every like, I hate every pixel of this fucking like image the waffle you just taco. sent me. So let's let's hear about it from the experts, okay? Don't don't you don't want to hear about it from me, okay? And they're just look. When is this going to happen? Uh, Kat Garcia, Taco Bell's senior manager of marketing, says, we're just pl- uh, planning what's the right We're just right playing timing. around. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> we're, just, we're just having fun. We're just playing around, man. Don't Even think we don't know when this is going to come out. Yeah. Uh, it got its start when Taco Bell's senior director of innovation. Uh, I was, you'll remember, fired for that position <laughs> in disgrace in 2012. Uh, Heather Mottershaw, who imagined a taco shell made from chicken milanese. But One night when she was super duper duper yeah. duper high and drunk, <laughs> simultaneously. Um, so the, uh, uh, this is a quote from uh, Chief Marketing Officer Marissa Thalberg. I'm who says, so so all- sorry. Please <laughs> oh, God, God forgive no. me. Think of all the crazy firsts that have existed in time and civilization. <laughs> dare, dare we say light even- bulb flight? Chicken taco. Dare we say even the creation of the wheel probably no. seemed to go a lot fucking first. home. Go home. Well, they and, did make the wheel out of a said. thin fillet of fried chicken. That's a really good thing. Um, so this is like a become a fashion project of Steve Gomez, Taco Bell's manager of product development. Um, uh, he literally says it's a passion project, which like 
That's your passion. Yes. Hey, dude, you think that's code for fetish? Hey, buddy, your passion fucking sucks. Gar Garcia uh, said he was uh, he, he was worried that consumers uh, uh, might think that it's weird fair food. Oh yeah, or it's jestery is his word. I'm, I'm uh, worried that the consumers he, might have the final thought on the, this mortal coil of this is like fair food before they they promptly die. Um, and uh, he said, when you explain to someone, they create a visualization in their mind, <laughs> but then you put it in front of them and you're like, try it. And then it's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I'm looking said. at a fucking Business Insider article about this taco. Uh -huh. And I think the way that Business Insider got tipped off is this tweet from Twitter user Jock, J-A-W-K. And it's a picture image of this um, fucking accident. Uh, and the tweet says, Yo, Taco Bell, I found a location that had a taco shell made out of chicken. It was so good. Any more info on this? So just to like walk through this person's day, they went to Taco Bell, and they were like, Hey, welcome to Taco Bell. What would you like? Oh, by the way, I don't know if you're interested, but we do have this uh, essentially forbidden menu item. Uh, you've never, I guarantee you've never had it before. It's just like we're having some fun with it. I imagine like the opening scene in Gremlins. Where it's like, I don't really feel like a quesalupa or a, a taco or a burrito today. Like, well, that's all we have. Unless you want to try this, like, crazy shit. Unless you want to try this crazy garbage that will definitely kill your heart. <laughs> I like that he's asking for more info. Hey, like more. What fucking context do you need, my dude? It's a fucking fried my chicken My tweet taco. to Taco Bell would have been like, of course I ordered <laughs> Like, of course I ordered this. Because I'm, like, the beginning of Grimmins, like, my curiosity was piqued. And I just want to know, like... Uh, here's the store number. Send all these people to fucking jail. And I just want to know: Will you be responsible for taking care of my family right. when I'm dead? C yeah, certainly. This 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 franchise has gone rogue. Yeah, this is a rogue Taco Bell that must be put down. There's Taco Bell. They must be stopped at all costs. Just want you to know, I, your employees have done this. There's no punishment harsh enough. So I really need you to think outside the bun. Time to call uh, in your treaties with the Burger King and put a stop to this. <laughs> uh, I want to read you guys the fucking quote of the thing, the whole thing. And this is from Garcia. Again, we're back to Garcia. I just um, love it so much. Taco Bell has found in the test that the vegetables somehow managed to give the meaty, deep-fried chalupa a, quote, health halo in the eyes of consumers. <sighs> quote, we were getting feedback like, it's so healthy, it's so fresh, no. said Garcia. That really surprised us, because it's fried chicken. That's his quote. That's Garcia's quote. That really surprised us, because it's fried chicken. Do you think that it really surprises is not like how healthy people thought it were, but like how easy everyone was to fool into eating Yeah, like every fucking chicken time taco? we think that we've crossed the Rubicon, America's like, hey, there's another Rubicon up ahead. Let's keep going. When we debuted the chicken bad taco at some slug stores, we expected to be run out of town on a rail. But here we are, the mayors of Flavortown. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> we were really surprised. I, um, I would be surprised if the people who ate this experiment knew there were vegetables in it because I feel like it's a very human response certainly an American response to when I see fried chicken I have this like pred almost predatory like um, response of just like I need to put that in my throat like as fast as I possibly can mm -hmm. and if there are vegetables in the way of that goal I will of course eat them but it's just a, it's just like the path there you know? it means to an end um, I would eat this <clears throat> So that's a uh, that's uh, your much squad report. I would for consume today. this thing. I will consume this thing. Well, of course we're going to. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Okay. They said that every Gomez says every year the benchmark gets higher and higher for new big taco innovation ideas. <laughs> says Gomez. Is big taco and capitalized? I want to know whose fucking problem that particular arms race is. Taco Bell. Like that's your. That's on you. It's you're in, you're in a race with yourself. Yeah. We got Taco Cabana down here, but they, they don't like, they would have to just be like, it's a gun. It's a fucking gun that shoots a taco into your tummy. <laughs> Del Taco, which is just one step away from just calling themselves Bell Taco, yeah. is like, they're, they're just happy to be considered in the same like taco store discussion. As the Taco Bell, I don't know that anyone else is like, we made a taco out of chocolate. <laughs> like nobody's. Doing that. Are you, are you sorry? Are you talking about a Choco Taco? 
Well, I said it, and then I immediately regretted it because I knew a chocolate taco was a thing. Let's see. We put taco meat inside of a live alligator's mouth, and now you consume <laughs> the whole thing in one bite. You, fr- you fucking French the gator. taco. French this meat out of this alligator's mouth. We call it a croco taco. We call it a, uh, a, a, Louis, a, bayou, a bayou blaster. <laughs> I, uh, I want to hear another Yahoo. Okay, I got this one, and it's from Morgan Davey. Thank you, Morgan. Uh, it's from Yahoo Answers user Bill who asks. Bill launched his account on April 30th, 2016. Just fucking wanted to get in before Yahoo goes away forever. Did you guys see somebody in the Facebook group or somebody emailed us that like got some scuttlebutt from people like on Yahoo who were just like, oh yeah, Yahoo Answers, like we will get rid of that shit as quick as we possibly can. Oh, really? I'm no, saying I, th- no. I th- it's not looking good. Uh, anyway, uh, Bill oh, asks. Does space weed exist in the Star Wars canon? Fuck yeah. Oh, God. Good question. Shh. I want to hear about that. Can space we all agree that the person most likely to really just, like, get baked is yeah. Yoda, right? Oh, holy it's Yoda. Do Dagobong? Ah! Dagobong is very good. That's why Darth Vader sounded like that. He's just hotboxing that mask. Darth Vapor. Darth Vader. Uh, <laughs> Sm- smoke instead of Snoke. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Yo, Dank. Well, we. I feel like <laughs> yeah. we already did Yoda. Do Do you? Chewbonga. Chewbonga. Oh yeah. Bong Solo. Is that two? I feel like maybe we should do less of the bong, and maybe we should start telling jokes. Yeah, a Luke joke would be good. Um, by the way, if my I'm just, fucking this is me for the rest of the show, go on. If my Twitter replies turn into a fucking Star Wars weed wasteland, I swear oh, to God, dude. I'll delete the whole service. I will delete my account. You'll come up and you'll find an egg in my place. I do not need that in my life right do now. Do you guys think when Lynn wrote the song, wrote the music for that one scene of Force Awakens, he had to like ask questions about the canon of it to like really nail the song? And, like, one of those questions had to be, like, all right, we're in, like, a good time party spot. People are definitely blazing on some space weed, right? And J.J. Abrams was like, of course. Yeah, dude. Of course they are. You've just blown my mind, Griffin, because the fact of the matter is, with how much extended universe there is in this canon, there's definitely a scene of somebody smoking some kind of, like, space opium. Well, there's there's some death sticks, right? Like when people thing? I believe you, Griffin. You could have said literally anything. <clears throat> Somebody tries to sell one to Obi Kenobi. That's what I call him. I, I just cut the one out because I'm a busy guy. Uh, what about spice? Isn't that a thing? Spice in Star Probably. Wars? Probably. No, I, I'm not. Oh, guys, you're getting fucking way off track. Of course, there's drugs in the Star Wars universe. Of course, there are. Uh-huh. Han Solo is a Match. fucking smuggler. Like, why do you think that job yeah. exists if he's not like peddling waffles? He, and everybody, everybody, everybody looks at Han Solo and he's like, oh, what a fun time guy. Uh, and I don't want... He's a drug runner. He fucking, he's yeah, jungle. he's like, hey, Ed, it's me, Han Solo. Ha-ha, <laughs> dashing rogue. Anyway, here's some crack. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. He's not the dealer. <laughs> he's just the guy. He's the mule. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks. Listen, thanks. Sir- hey, welcome to Kid Planet. Thanks. This is my, this is my <laughs> luggage. All right, come on in. Thanks. Step, walk, 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 walk. Hey, here's that crack <laughs> for Kid Planet. <laughs> Yeah, get that out there. Get that out there. Where's my Where's my money? <laughs> we'll get you the crack as soon as, as soon as Chewbacca shits it out later. It's all ballooned up there. Yeah. Every time that Han Solo flakes on the rebellion, you have to remember that he is doing it to go transport crack. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's back uh, and he saved us as we attacked the Death Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Kid planet. I gotta go. Oh, it's Ice Planet Hoth. We haven't seen Luke in a while. I'm gonna go out looking for him, and I'm gonna go just like drop off some, a few little crack nugs. <laughs> you, you know, I'm he also was gonna go poach some wampa. <laughs> you know, you're, you know, he was stoked when he heard it was the Ice Planet. He gets right there. He's like, "Well, this is not what I expected at all. This is a very, <laughs> this is a much more literal take on that concept than I, I, I sort of expected." Yeah, I bet he smuggled <laughs> some really dope shit though. Oh no, you know? he, yeah, he smuggled robots and like fucking war heroes and like he had those monsters like, in the worst scene in the but, new movie but then like but then there was how very much he drew a line anywhere no god you know no he's got to get the work where he can it's definitely a competitive field if somebody wants him to take crack to kid planet 
like. But here's the thing: the thing that's crazier is when the new movie starts. Hans Holes in the new movie, by the way. When when the new movie starts, he's back on his grind. Yeah, no, he's in the he's he's in that hunt again. You know, he's moving that good good stuff. Yeah. I, I got a shipment of uh, Ewok gallbladders here. <laughs> keep it down, keep it down, keep it down. Shit's illegal on this planet. You smoke it's illegal everywhere. Enjoy. I gotta go deliver some crack. You smoke some of that. Oh man. Why do you think those old guys are so happy all the fucking time? It's because their livers oh. produce crack. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it comes from. Uh, folks, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Um. We have a few things that we just want to run through. If you're going to be at the uh, our live shows in early June in D.C. and New York, uh, sadly, they're sold out if you don't already have tickets. But if you do have tickets, you're going to be there. Please send us questions um, to address at the show. Uh, uh, send in questions with D.C. live show or NYC live show in the subject line, all caps. We make sure to see it. Uh, if you're planning on asking us a question at the show, like don't not send in a question because of that, because honestly, we only get to three or four audience questions and we always have tons of people uh uh waiting so uh go ahead and send in your questions and we'll and we'll answer them during the show Whew. you're right i just you get exhausted i just thought you guys would like pick it up and you did great i was waiting for the break i was waiting for the end of your i was waiting for the end of your pain to sigh yeah uh, yeah i mean that's it um uh, i just did an interview on up rocks that yeah was really fun yeah, that was cool. That, was really I was, I, I, that made me feel like you're a big deal. Um, it's, it's nice to feel like a big deal for once. You can check that out. I'll tweet it, or you can just search like "Up Rocks with Two X's and Travis McRoy," and it comes up. It was a lovely interview with David Pemberton. That was really fun. good. Um, so there's a bunch of other shows on the Max Fun Network. If you like this show, I guarantee you there will be at least one other show on the network. Probably like eight other shows on the network, though, that you'll really enjoy. Uh, I'm talking about shows like the Beef and Dairy Network. I'm talking about shows like Throwing Shade. I'm talking about shows like Jordan Jesse Go and Judge John Hodgman and Stop Podcasting Yourself. There's a ton of really good shows. If you want to hear us do more shows, go to macroyshows.com. we got a bunch of other podcasts like The Adventure Zone. We're about to start a new arc on The Adventure Zone. I would say it's actually a good time to get on because we're about to start a new arc, but I feel like at this point you should probably start at the beginning or else you'll be lost. But um, I also want to plug I- Rose Buddies, which is the Bachelor-themed show that I do with my wife, Rachel. Um, I'm very, very proud of this show. Um, I love doing it so much. And a new season of The Bachelor starts tonight. It's actually the Bachelor. Inspired by you, Griffin. I got I got a group together. We're You're fucking kidding. Tonight, and we're doing the draft and everything. Yeah, we have. So our last episode was a preview of this upcoming season, and then uh, a uh, rules for how we do our fantasy league. It's so much fun. Uh, yeah, that was our most recent episode. So you could listen to that today and be ready for the episode tonight, and then listen all season while we talk about it. Anyway, that's one of the shows. There's many, many uh, other ones. I also wanted to plug uh, one of my shows that's not on any network, a little independent show called Intero Bang with Travis and Tybee, where we talk about uh, things that are frustrating us and maybe frustrating you. And uh, it's a very honest, heartfelt, uh, scary, scary show to make. And I, I really love doing it. And it's a great show and people seem to like it. And I'd love for you to check it out. You can go to interobangcast.com and check it out. Also, Justin and I are doing a series of Monster Factory videos. If you've never watched Monster Factory, it's uh, videos that me and Justin do for Polygon where we make ugly, ugly, not ugly, they're beautiful, characters uh, in games that allow you to do so. And then challenging, challenging characters, characters challenging. and we just fuck games up. And then Totino's uh, friend of the family at this point, Totino's who uh, sponsored the McElroy family Totino's fun hour here on my bim bam uh, has sponsored a three episode run of uh, uh, monster factory episodes, which we are d- conducting uh, in second life. The second of those three episodes goes up today and uh, holy fucking shit. It turned out so good. Justin, Oh, really? Is it, is it is good? It's a good old episode. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Go go check out Monster Factory. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on Polygon's YouTube channel. Or you can just search Monster Factory, and you'll find it there. You can also go to macroshows.com. Everything's there, Everything's including there. our contact yep, yep, and yep, yep, our yep. Twitters and Facebook, everything. Uh, thanks, to the John, thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, uh, off Putting the Days to Bed. It's a really, really great album. Uh, get get Start listening to it now. Get pumped for the summer months. I know it's a band called The Long Winters, but you can listen to it for all seasons. Griffin, do you have a final Yahoo for us? Oh, hell yeah, I do. This one's sent in by Aaron Keese. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron might need a nickname soon. Uh, It's from Yahoo Answers user Bruce. The Keister. The Keister. That's terrible. We'll come up with something better. It's from Yahoo Answers user, and this is all caps, so I am going to shout it. I apologize. Bruce! And then Bruce's um, question is also in all caps, so I'm going to have to shout it as well. Uh, I apologize. Uh, Bruce's question is, Is this Yahoo email support?
<laughs> my name's Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. Every Tuesday, we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine, a show about all the dumb, weird, terrible ways that we've tried to fix each other over the years. You know, some light summer listening. Maybe you want to hear about yogurt enemas, or why we tried to eat mummies for a while, or why drinking cholera diarrhea sounded like a good idea. That and so much more is waiting for you every Tuesday right here on the Maximum Fun Network with Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine.